Welcome to the Transformation Cafe with your host, Robin Misevich. Transformation Cafe, a weekly half hour of light, topical conversation about health, wellness, happiness, personal growth, spirituality, and other insights. We're glad you're here. Transformation Cafe, a fun place to nourish your soul. Now, let's get started and introduce our diners for tonight's show. Well, hey, everyone, I want to welcome you to the Transformation Cafe. I am your host, Robin Masevich, and we are in the Cafe Book Club. So um, grateful and just, gosh, every week there's just such uh, great insights that I know that I'm just being able to bring into my life and to see them as working examples. So I get my co-host on here, Miss Amy Frost. How are you tonight, Amy? Well, I'm not good. I just don't want to do this. I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm really tired of it. I'm just really tired of it, trying to make me happy. And trying to get me to accept things. I don't want to accept. I'm just. Oh my God. You like really have to come from a new place of acceptance. Okay. It's a different perspective. Anyway. Well, first off, (laughs) April Fool's. And second off. Oh, that's right. Huh? We're getting getting up to We're getting really close to April Fool's on Friday. No, Saturday. Saturday's April Fool's. So good job on that. You sure got me. Ooh, got me. So accept that. Okay, well, whether I, you know, well, and that's really what they talk about in this, in this uh, pillar. This is the fourth pillar. Um, there were four pillars of, from the mental processes, and then we're going to be moving into the four pillars of the heart. So I think that's going to be really an interesting transition with all these things. And, you know, I really want to go back and just remind everybody, boy, back in November, we did our, our TC 328, which was the power of acceptance, what now, and accepting what is, turning anger into compassionate meaning of action. And that's really uh, goes right along with what we're doing tonight. We're talking about, you know, this being able to move into compassionate meaning of action. And boy, with uh, the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, they both have really had to just deal with such different aspects of adversity in their lives and being able to really, you know, one of the things that they're talking about in this pillar is that it's so important what is being shown to me that I can learn from this and be able to take this from from who I am or what's going on and being able to move it into something that could be for positive change. And I think, boy, that's just something here at the cafe that we really always seek to embrace. I think both Amy and I are both really just uh, want to be, uh, you know, carrying the banner for, for that kind of thing of like, you know, there's, this is coming in my life for a reason. You know, what, what, what can I do with this to basically make it something that's going to be impactful for people? So how about you, Amy? Well, I, I think acceptance is the key to so many things. And here and we get started at the beginning of uh, Pillar 4 here in Acceptance they, the Dalai Lama uh, talks about a quote that he had seen when he was at the Tibetan children's village. And when translated, it means, why be unhappy about something if it can't be rem- remedied? And what is the use of being unhappy if, we, if, it, if it can't be remedied? So uh, it, comes it can comes, be. Oh, yeah, so it cannot be remedied. That's true. Okay. So to me, it comes down to somewhat like the serenity prayer, right? And, and just a little bit of a mm-hmm. different form. You know, mm-hmm. you know, accepting what is, and then if you can change it, what can you do? And if you can't, just say, okay, I accept that. It doesn't mean you necessarily like it. And I think that's part of what we're going to be talking about here. Bunny talks about acceptance is the opposite of res- resignation or defeat. And that it isn't just, oh, okay, fine, I'll take it. But, it's just, you know, if it is what it is, then it's like, what do I do next? And how can I stay yeah. in the game even if I don't like it? 
and still accept it. Yeah, and I, I love, too, that, you know, he talks about accepting life in all its parts. You know, it's that pain and it's the imperfection, but it's also the joy and the laughter and the beauty. You know, there's that dynamic of the duality of things that are going on. You know, whatever whatever is beautiful, there's also, you know, things to be looking at that are going to be those challenges in life. And can I still seek to come from something that can be uplifting and, and be for positive change? So this is just, gosh, it's just packed full of so many wonderful quotes and, and just concepts with everything. You know, it says, you know, we are meant to live in joy, the Archbishop says. And he says, this does not mean that life will be easy or painless. It means we can turn our face to the wind and accept that this is the storm we must pass through. We cannot succeed by denying what exists. The acceptance of reality is the only way from which change can begin. It says, when one grows in a spiritual life, it's the ability to be able to accept what had happening to ourselves through the inevitable frustrations and hardships, but also to say, how do we escape from these things is asking the question, can we use this for something positive? Boy, I just mm-hmm. think that's just such a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just kind of being with that. And and we're how and as always we want to support you in looking at these things that were that are coming forward and how does that apply to my life and how can I use that? Instead of this just being some words on a page, how can this be something to really help you to have the life that you want to have? And part of that is accepting things as they are and what can I do maybe to move a little bit closer towards what I want. And, you know, as I was doing a, leading a workshop on um, motivation and innovation uh, yesterday, and we were talking about, you know, what is innovation, making things better, making things better, making things better, improving processes, you know, making things faster. And I thought, well, maybe. And I hear that. And sometimes it's accepting this is good and this works instead of how do we make it better, faster. You know, I imagine when, you know, you're working with clients, right, you know, it isn't necessarily you're going to make the wedding faster, but you're going to make it more meaningful, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's part yeah, of you know, it. Well, it's not necessarily, you know, better, but it's just a matter, you know, what else is possible or just, you know, I just want to go back to, you know, Elizabeth Gilbert, you know, when we did, you know, her book with the creativity, a lot of it was having to be just being seeking to be curious, you know, can I be curious in this situation instead of automatically um, having expectations or already labeling it something? Can I be curious of like, you know, what's here for me? You know, what else is possible in my perspective that I have? And, you know, the one thing that I really love about this book of joy, and it goes over and over again, it's that, you know, can I come from a wider perspective? And I think that's so important to be having that as an aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even looking at things with new eyes, even, you know, it could be the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm just cho- choosing to to look at it differently, right? And maybe right because I mean you know that's there, yeah in there somewhere. Yeah, the Dalai Lama says that at the beginning of the book too, because you know he talks about so many ways to look at something. Why would I want to limit myself to just this one way? You know, and, and it could be you know being in somebody else's shoes, or uh, gosh, there's just so many ways that you can start allowing yourself to be from from just the different nuances of of what's really happening, and instead of maybe what I think is happening. And that's very helpful for everybody when we can be able to just be more open to you know what's really here for for all of us. I think that's a really great way of looking at it. Well, I'm looking at page two twenty five. I think this is this is really deep and really profound. The Dalai Lama had told us that stress and anxiety come from our expectations of how life should be. 
And when you think about all the times you're holding on for it's supposed to be this way, it's supposed to be that way, they're supposed to be this way, they're supposed to do this, they're supposed to do that, and you're trying to put so much time, money, and energy holding people and things and situations to standards that are just driving you insane. Yeah, there's a wonderful quote here that says, Acceptance is the sword that cuts through all of this resistance, allowing us to relax to see clearly, and to respond appropriately. Boy, I thought that was a great sentence. And just a, you know, a great concept of, you know, having something on a metaphoric level about just being able to be clear, you know, cut through all that stuff. It's very, very good. And I like the, the, the um, here in the, again on page 225, where he talks about so many of the causes of suffering come from our reacting to the people, places, things, and circumstances in our lives rather than accepting them. And so it's kind of like we're saying things, the same thing over and over with a little bit different nuance. And mm-hmm. uh, what comes to my mind, and uh, I believe you were there too, there was a leader, leadership leading uh, conference in uh, Long Beach uh, a few years ago, and Byron Katie was there, and she presented. She is uh, one of my favorite authors, and more than an author, she she walks her talk. She wrote the book, A Thousand Names for Joy, is that right? I think that's the title of it. So what she talks about is she, uh, in uh, in that book, she talks about how she was going blind and mm-hmm. how she learned how to deal with it. And she, if you go to thework.com, there are worksheets on how to ex- accept things and deal with them. Just really quick, because she has, there are several different forms here that could be very helpful. Um, but I like, she talked about the four questions. Did you ever see her in person do this, Robin? Yes, I did. Yeah, I've, I've, read, I've read all of her books. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I think we were in the same, it was a massive auditorium. We were both there for a conference, but I think we were in different places at that time. Um, let me literally. We're schmoozing. We're working on the tables and connect working with people. <laughs> what those four questions are and you know, I don't want to get too much into it because you can go to the work.com and see it there and it has a facilitator guide so it, it, it's, it appears very simple and it is and um, there's a lot more to it so just when, when something is, is happening that might drive you to feel unhappy or unsatisfied she talks about in, uh, to, to, to look at these four questions and she says, the work is meditation. It's about opening your heart, not trying to change your thoughts. Ask the questions, then go inside and wait for deeper answers to surface. So let's just kind of imagine, if you can, anybody who's listening, Robin, you do it, I'll do it too, something that is really kind of upsetting to you. And be looking at this from those four questions. So looking at this thing, whatever, this person, place, situation that's disturbing, First, you ask yourself, is this true? Like, it could be somebody um, that I, I work with on a regular basis is now choosing to go do something else. So I have maybe I've decided that they don't like me and they're abandoning me and the work that we're doing together. So that could be what I've decided from what happened. Anything for you come up? Um, yeah, I had a lady that wanted to... She was with other people, and she, you know, she was acting really puffed up and things like that. And she acted like you know she wanted me to get out of my car, and she was going to beat me up. Wow! <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. And I was just looked at her like, you know, I basically kind of just like, 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 you know, hey, you know, we're all cool here. I'm going to back up and leave now. <laughs> all right. So, so anyway. For me, with that, with my yeah, it was a way, way wild situation. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, so is that true? Is it true that this person that I care about deeply, who is now choosing to go a different work, doesn't care about me, is abandoning me, is abandoning our work? Well, that may or may not be true. It's something I've made up mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. And then the second question, right, is can you absolutely know that it's true? No, I really mm-hmm. can't. And not until I have maybe more data or talk to the person, which I really have done. So I really did walk through this and uh, mm-hmm. to, to see you know, what was going on. So the third question is how do you react? What ha- how do you react? What happens? when you believe that thought. So when I go there, it's like, oh, my God, you know, the, this relationship may be over, and uh, I'm really sad about that, and, I mean, what do I do about that? And then just get up in a, ah, all kinds of crazy. And then the fourth, would you, who would you be without that, that, that thought? And I think I'd be a lot more peaceful person. And actually, kind of going through this, I did have a conversation, as a matter of fact, today with this person. And it, it really is that she's choosing to do something else and wants to work with me, but she's not sure how right now since a lot of things have shifted for her. So she needs to focus on what is it my work is and focus on that and then reconnect but be true to our friendship and and spending time with our friendship and looking what the work looks like separate from that. Yeah, the who would you be without that thought? Oh, my gosh. that When I would first got her, uh, introduced to Byron's work, that was very, very powerful. And she's got another one of like, turn it around. And like, who would I be if I were that, that situation where that was me instead of, you know, me looking at it, it's actually me and being, being, you know, that, that dynamic. And, um, that's probably why I just kind of, you know, said, Hey, and backed up and (laughs) did my whole thing. I'm like, I was not that thought. So I just basically blessed her, you know, seek to bless her and walk away. And and you very, let's kind of walk through, you know, so, for you, if you had let yourself be in a reactionary place, how dare her, and I'm right, and she's yeah, not exactly. right. You, you know, you yeah. could have just gone uh-huh. absolutely not so rama, but you chose to, mm-hmm. to not do that. And mm-hmm. so, the, you know, I'm sure there was a lot of those thoughts that went through your head, right? Mm, no. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I automatically went to, I, you know, I always think of that Stephen Covey story, when, you know, we, we talked about this so many times on the show that, you know, he had been gotten on a, a subway and a, a man came on with his children and the children were really just rowdy and running all over the place. And Stephen Covey was looking at it and all the other, other adults and stuff are looking at this guy like, why don't you control your kids? And the guy kind of came out of a like an awareness and he just said, oh, I guess I should have my kids sit down. I just lost my wife. She just passed away in the hospital. And the kids were just reacting from the fact that they just lost their mother and they probably didn't know how to react either. So it's like we can never know what somebody else is going through. Right. And what I wanted to support our listeners, Robin, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You, you've done a lot of this work. That's why you were at that place. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I've, with Byron Katie, I mean, it, it was probably at least, you know, three to five years of, of me, you know, continually kind of reading her stuff and working her stuff, seeing her live, things like that, and having that something that I was walking through and practicing. It's a lot of practice. It's a lot of practice with work like that when you're coming from that. So so I guess what I want to honor you for, I know I'm not guessing, I really do, 
that what you being able to do that in that situation because a lot of times the reptilian brain takes over. You know, when mm-hmm. situations like that happen and we react and we go, "Oh no, I can't believe I just did that," and you didn't mm-hmm. do that. And I want to acknowledge that you have done Byron Katie's work and you've done thought field therapy and you've done journaling and you've done the artist way. And it isn't you are where you're at today because of a lot of hard work and you choosing to be different, to look at things different, to act differently. And I, I want mm-hmm. to, to honor that. I think that that says a lot about you and what you've been willing to do. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Because, you know, I really believe that, you know, just like the show, it's about, you know, can we can I put something out there, show people a different perspective, a different way of looking at something that all, you know, hopefully somebody can catch themselves in a, you know, maybe a similar situation and just say, oh, yeah, I can make some different choices here. I can respond instead of reacting to something. You know, I can make a choice that can empower both of us instead of getting caught up in somebody's, you know, a moment of whatever, whatever she had going on. And and, you know, and for me, it's about how do I accept people the way they are, and then you get to make decisions. Do I continue to have a relationship with them or not? That was a you know uh, an incident. You'll probably never be with that person again. But there are those people mm-hmm. who I work with, people that I'm related to. How do I find ways to deal with that? And you know uh, what I love when we're choosing, we're choosing relationships. Uh, Maya Angela, one of my favorite quotes of hers is. Believe a person when they show you who they are the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think something that that I've been really, it started my beginning of my, actually last year before the end of the year, I really kind of took this on as something that I was going to carry all year, was just really trusting and having and holding a place where there's the most benevolent outcomes are happening. And I, I can't necessarily see it, but that doesn't mean it's not happening. And so if something like that happens, I just say, you know, you know, I'm asking for a blessing of most benevolent outcome with this and just let it go. Knowing that that it's on whatever level it's happening, and I don't necessarily need to know or understand it. And I found that you know, especially considering this, the year so far, <laughs> it's it's been very helpful. <laughs> Depending on what's in front of me, and you know what I'm choosing to put in front of me, when it, whether it's TV or whatever, coming to conversation. So, I want to make sure that we go through the exercises. Um, just to remind everybody, you know, the Book of Joy has. Um, gosh, over 30 different exercises that um, are practices that both the Dalai Lama and um, uh, Desmond Tutu uh, personally do on some levels. They also teach it in the different things that they present for their, you know, the different ways of, for their spirituality with the people that they have. And so this is tried and true things that have been helpful for other people that they've chosen to share um, both on a personal level and then just with the work that they do. So Amy's going to go ahead and we're going to be doing acceptance as a meditation today. And we're going to make sure we spend a little time with it. So we got about 10 minutes left, Yame. Great. So what I want um, everybody to do is to get yourself in a comfortable position. If you need to stop the, stop the show right now, go shut the door, find a place where you're comfortable, and we're going to work on an acceptance and allow something to come forward for you to work. So what I want you to do now is get yourself comfortable, and we're going to take three nice deep breaths in, hold, and release. Okay, this time I want you to take in a little bit more oxygen. Let it fill up your entire body. Take a nice deep breath in. Hold. And then release. 
now one more time with for good measure and to get us ready to really take go for the the deep dive here take a nice deep breath in hold and release now you can you know you can sit comfortably you can lay down but make sure and get yourself in a position where your likelihood you won't go to sleep if you need to that's fine but get yourself nice and nice and comfortable you can be sitting um, you can be laying down if you're sitting. You might want to have your legs on the on the ground, your, your your legs on the ground, your feet on the ground, maybe your legs, and your hands in your lap. Close your eyes and take a, another nice deep breath, feeling your stomach rise and fall. Pay attention to what you hear around you. Notice how the world is alive with sound. As thoughts about these noises arise, judgments, assessments, irritations. Let those observations and evaluations drift away. Release your focus on your breath, and while staying in the present moment, notice any thoughts or feelings that arise. Perhaps you notice some discomfort in your body or have a feeling arise, or you may have a thought that you need to accomplish or remember to do something today. As the thoughts come up, let them float away without judging them or getting caught up in them. Begin to start seeing thoughts as thoughts without identifying with them. Just observe each moment without judgment. Think of a situation that you've been having a hard time accepting. Perhaps it's your difficulty finding a job or a life partner, or it may be a friend's illness or a collective reality, such as war or politics. Remind yourself that this is the nature of reality. These painful realities do happen to us, to those we love, and in our world. Acknowledge the fact that you cannot know all the factors that have led to this event. Accept that what has happened has already happened. There is nothing you can do to change the past. Remind yourself in order to make the most positive contribution in the situation, I must accept the reality that it exists. Here's a couple of phrases or passages that we're going to just kind of reflect on here a little bit. One's from the Buddhist tradition and the other is Christian tradition. If something can be done about it, need is there for dejection. And if nothing can be done about it, what use is there for feeling dejected from the way of the Bodhisattva? God, give us the grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed, courage to change the things which should be changed, and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other. The serenity prayer. So take a nice deep breath. And come back. Let's, let's talk about it a little bit. I really am so, glad that um I really am glad that um had the serenity prayer with that. 
because it's such a got such been such a cornerstone, and for me personally, that's one of the most powerful things that I've done is actually you know gone through uh, codependency and looked at that for you know whether because you know there's there's everyone has some kind of level of you know dependence no matter what it is we all seem to they say they say anyway everybody's got an addiction so I think that's just real interesting that you know we have on that but and it's such a comfort to be able to have that as is just a tool for yourself to know mm-hmm. that prayer and to encourage yourself to kind of walk through that every day and be able to look at that so and just encourage everybody to go back to you know we did a whole book with uh, um, Melody Beatty with um, Codependent No More and boy that was such a, a great journey going through that book with you Amy and just really in, you know having a lot of aha moments with that one as well so um, it's kind of neat to think that, you know, here we, it's, it's um, no matter what you're looking at, these are just core things. These are, you know, real, um, it's like, just like pillars with the different things with the book of joy, you know, have it being acceptance and, and having it be in something for surrendering. These are all really powerful things of, of, you know, just those, those key things that if we can learn to be able to dance with those things, how they can really help us to actually be strengthened and help us to walk in the world in a, in a different way that really helps us to uh, feel like we have a, a sense of empowerment and we can be that force for change. Absolutely, and we can do that every single day in in all kinds of all kinds of ways. So I think that good exercise this week um, it might be you might look at it, doing what is something that I can work on. You might go look at the the work by Byron Katie and maybe take. I want to challenge you and support you in taking some issue that is in your life right now that you're really being challenged to accept and maybe, you know, try the four questions and the turnaround. So there's worksheets in that for you there. And how can I maybe get a little bit softer with it? It doesn't mean it has, you have to be, have it done perfectly. It doesn't mean that you have to resign yourself to something, but just saying, you know, and, and I think it's really important to accept people the way they are and not attempt to change them. I know one of the things that I, drives me insane is, you know, people, oh, they have such potential, such potential. The bottom line is potential means they haven't done it yet. And that's not right or wrong, but it's a matter of not forcing somebody to meet our expectations of what they're supposed to be. So um, I think mm-hmm. that could be a good assignment, kind of pick one thing and this week, maybe work on something I'm trying to accept, maybe something that's happened in your career, maybe... You know, you, you got um, laid off, or maybe uh, you were somebody else was given a project that you wanted to have. And what is it that I can do about that? First off, you have to come to grips with it. And okay, now from what has happened, what are my options? And what do I want to do now? And that will be, um, I think, something a good place to start because next week the pillar will be forgiveness. And I think. Uh, That'll be really so, but I want you to think about what are those things that I'm having a hard time accepting that maybe not, maybe right now you certainly can work on something active, but maybe things from the past that you're willing to get ready to forgive. And so we'll, we'll certainly be talking about that next week and, and see how we can support each other on that. And I think forgiveness is huge. It's really huge. Well, you know, just as, you know, Desmond Tusu says, you know, it's the only place where we can truly, you know, we can have change 
is being able to know where I am. You know, that kind of makes a sense too. It's, I don't know why I'm just thinking it's just like, you know, having a map in front of you and like, you've got to know where I am in this moment to be able to move forward. And if I can't mm-hmm. locate myself on a map, how can I, you know, be able to, to look at, you know, my, my new destination and where that's going to be. So that's, that's a great, uh, great perspective and great advice. And so just, yeah, I want to encourage everybody, you know, go to the transformation-cafe.com and we'd love for any questions, comments. We know we'd love to hear from you guys. And we just thank our international audience as always for just checking in and being here at the cafe and let us know how you're doing. And I, again, I really look forward to next week when we're going to be talking about forgiveness and coming into the, the pillars of the heart. So we thank you for joining us. And as always, Miss Amy, I thank you for joining us. Well, I feel a lot more accepting now. So thank you for working me through that. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) Love you and love everybody. So have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. And we'll see you next time here at the cafe. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Transformation Cafe podcast. To learn more, visit transformation-cafe.com for show notes, guest information, and links to previous shows. You can also subscribe to the Transformation Cafe podcast on iTunes. Join us again next time at the Transformation Cafe, a fun place to nourish your soul.